Hello, and welcome back to a new episode of Time For You, where you get to just unplug from your daily life and listen in. Maybe you're doing your laundry. A lot of times I love to listen to podcasts while I'm folding clothes and putting the Me wash too. in. <laughs> so if you're doing that, awesome. Otherwise, so glad to see you. My name is Shelia Stevens, and this is my beautiful colleague, Leah Van Lee. Hey. So we're continuing on our little experiment of real talk today, where we just kind of um, talk about our lives and where we are, like just kind of with the way Leah and I would talk to each other um, if you weren't here in a way. And um, so Leah, the thing I want to talk about today is a kind of a heavy topic, but I, I'm not scared of heavy topics and I know you're not <laughs> scared of heavy topics. <laughs> no. Um and it's kind of about between hope and life and death mm. um, is the topic that, that we could jam on today. Um, so you know me for quite a long time, and you know that I have kind of some heavy experiences with the topic of death. Mm -hmm. um, I had um, a period of time between... 2004 and 2007, where I lost a lot of people in my family. Um, my mother died of a heart attack. Um, I was 29 years old. She was 52 back in 2004. Um, two days before her, my my aunt, um, one of my favorite aunts, she passed away just suddenly of hepatitis C. Um, nobody saw it coming. My mom was in a coma while when that happened. Um, my uncle had died a few weeks before that, um, on my mom's side. Um, it was like, it was like then that my family was starting to die off. Um, my brother died, mm. died three years later, um, as a soldier in Afghanistan, sort of like as a chain effect. Um, he had been with my mom, um, when she had had her heart attack and she thought she was having an asthma attack and he was going to try to drive her to the hospital. And he, she had passed out. Somehow he got her in the car and he couldn't drive her stick shift and he was stuck um, in her driveway and um, she didn't, you know, make it. It was, it was a light heart attack. And so he always had this feeling that um, he could have saved her and out of the utter guilt that he felt. Uh, and he told us, he's like, I'm going to go into the military. He was already done with college. Um, he said, I'm going to go to the front and get killed. And then I'll have my you know, what I deserve because I couldn't mm -hmm. help mom. And he didn't really want that. Um, I think at the end of the day, he, it, 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 but it ended up happening. Right. And, and all of my grandparents died within that period. Um, so I, what I thought, what I really thought is I know about death. Mm -hmm. I've done the, the grief thing, right. I know, um, how to get through a situation like that. I have done it many, many, many times. Mm -hmm. And I also thought, you know, I, I know the incredible gifts that are in the death of a, a really close loved one. Mm -hmm. Like I had been, I had gone through all the years of realizing that these, those people who leave this earth, they 
stay with you in a, such a different way than they could ever be with you when they're here. Mm. It's like they're infused with you. Mm. All the best things about them um, continue on with you in your life. And so, you know, I, I felt like I could really see all the blessings um, that death brings, like the appreciation mm. we get um, from being the ones who is still alive, like taking the extra breaths for the mm -hmm. people who can't like all the stuff, all the spiritual growth that happens, um, when you are faced with situations like that, like I thought I've got this mm. down and I'm kind of entering into a new era of my life in a way. Um, I'll be turning 50 in, next year in 2024. I'm a 74 child. Like, yoo-hoo, all the 74 people out there. <laughs> it's one of my favorite years. And, you know, I, I'm being confronted at the moment with a different kind of dying, if you, if you will. Um, so recently... My father-in-law got um, diagnosed with cancer um, of the bladder that had spread to his lungs. He started chemotherapy. Um, my father is um, right now going through like dialysis three times a week. His his liver isn't functioning, that kind of thing. Um, so elderly people moving into sort of I'm just going to say end stage mm -hmm. of life. Like we don't know we, who knows how long they, they both will still be with us. I hope for as long as they possibly want to. Um, but then also recently, Leah, you know about my situation. Um, I have two beautiful dogs mm -hmm. and um, they're both nine years old. And a couple of weeks ago, and I think we talked about it on the podcast where Duke was still in the hospital. Mm -hmm. um, my, my little Dalmatian almost, um, died and he had it turns out this like super rare autoimmune condition that is on the literature books only three times in the, all of veterinary history it's this very strange thing and what i what i started to feel or where let's say how this new phase feels like to me i'll just try to explain it i don't know if i can but it's like what I experienced before was everybody who got sick died. Um, mm. Or in my brother's case, the, the bomb went off, the convoy exploded, he was gone. Like he, people mm -hmm. just were kind of suddenly not there anymore. And this time what mm. I'm kind of faced with is this lingering illness, uh, mysterious, unknown, um, and it feels a lot different than before, like this kind of situation with people and with animals mm -hmm. where I really kind of made the assumption um, I'm not supposed to have hope. Mm. Um, like when I heard the diagnosis of Heiko's father or mm -hmm. when the dog was in the clinic, I really noticed I had sort of trained myself in a way to not expect the best it was just kind of like this um, realistic kind of thing where just brace yourself. They're probably going to die. That's what happens mm. in, a, in a situation like this. And where I started to see, wait a minute, 
is that a good way of being in this situation right mm -hmm. now, this time? And I, I had a few sort of, um, let's say milestone moments. And I'm doing this, I'm just going to use mm -hmm. the, the example with Duke because, um, that week was so intense where that we were calling the clinic every day and they were basically mm. saying to us, he's not getting better. He's mm -hmm. brace yourself, you know, for, for the worst. And I got a call, um, or not a call. I got a, a WhatsApp message. Um, so a friend of mine, her daughters, they love me to death. They, they call me mama. They, they, mm -hmm. they say that I'm their second mother. Right. And they heard about Duke and one is um, 14 and one is 18. And the 14 year old, she wrote me a message and it was something to the effect of Mama Shelton, don't worry. Oh, it's going to make me cry, but I just mm. talk about it. She was like, um, Duke's going to get through this. Mm. She was like, he's a warrior dog. Um, she's like, I want to tell you about um, a couple weeks ago, my cat Chili got sick and um, everybody thought he was going to die. Mm. And um, she said to me, he didn't die. He made it through and Duke is going to mm. do, do exactly that. And she was so positive and so hopeful mm. and so clear um, in her feeling that he's going to make it. And I thought, you know, that's so sweet. She's 14. And then her sister made me a message. It was, mm. a, it was an audio message and she's Austrian. And so it was in an Austrian dialect. <laughs> she's got the cutest Austrian dialect. And she said to me the same thing that her sister said. And she said, Duke's going to make it. She's like, it doesn't matter what it looks like at the moment. It doesn't matter how, what the doctors are saying. It doesn't matter what your worry is telling you. She says, Duke is a warrior. He's strong. Cats and dogs are <laughs> strong. Mm. And she was really just pumping me with hope, pumping me with um, light, a positive outlook on the situation. Mm -hmm. And I, I I stopped listening to the message when it was at its end. And then I saw her making another one. And then she said to me, no, really, Shelly. She's like, she, I know I'm, I know I'm just a kid. She's like, I know you think you're listening to this and you're thinking, this is crazy, but I know. <laughs> and I told their mother later, like the next day, I said, that really helped me. That 14 year old and she, and the other one just turned 18. I was like, they really helped me. And I started to think about what in the world do I think about this situation? Because so let's go back to the understanding, right? Mm -hmm. So principle of thought, I experience what I think mm -hmm. in the moment, right? So I can think, um, so the doctors would call and say, it's not looking good. Um, mm -hmm. you might have to come in the next two hours, kind of whatever. And I would just sink into this feeling of grief and hopelessness, mm -hmm. worry, fear, all the stuff. It would just pull me right down. Right. 
And then I get these messages and they pulled me right back up in the other direction, right? Mm -hmm. And so I started to change my mind about how we can deal with the possibility of losing mm -hmm. someone. So what I mean by that is before I would have said something like, I don't even know how to put it into words. Yeah, I would have taken the realist kind of lane, right? Mm -hmm. And then I realized somehow in that moment when I got those messages from the girls, why can't I take that road of hope? Mm -hmm. I can take that road of hope. Mm -hmm. I'm allowed to do that. Totally. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter if it actually happens what the girls say or not. Of course, they don't have a crystal ball. Of course, they don't know how this is going to end. Of course, that's their, you know, their young naivety and 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 their invincibility mm -hmm. feeling. I remember that feeling at that age, right? And something in that allowance of hopefulness really did something positive for me mm -hmm. in that situation. And it's starting to spread toward the situation with my husband's father, towards my father, towards toward, mm -hmm. towards the world at large, in a way, like in all the stuff mm -hmm. that's going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fresh for mm. me. And I just wanted to share mm. that with you. Oh, I like that so much. Thank you, Shelia. What just comes to mind is we sometimes we are so afraid in in this community that to to speak about positive thinking, yeah, you know, but I'm totally into positive thinking. I'm totally into hope. Like I heard it. I heard it. It was not that he said it <laughs> that way. But what, what I heard is that I can choose. And I do. Because I'm so fed up, or I was with my crazy thinking about whatever, I, that I didn't want to give this part any... Mm, importance anymore mm -hmm. and I'm I'm I know that I'm very strict about it and in a way you could see it as positive thinking because I just choose not to go with my low mood I have it it's not denying the feelings it's not denying the angst or grief or hopelessness in moments but I don't choose the path of, I feel it, so it must be a fact. I just know that underneath it always points me back to health and hope. So I, I don't have to take any of my feelings as facts. So I rather 
be present and and lighthearted as soon as possible then yeah. laying down with my crappy mood and feelings and it's it's like knowing that my future self will be able to deal with whatever comes up illness or death or 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 all the balls that life just has to offer in this matter form space time thing mm -hmm. we are in so i don't have to be realistic or worry or prepare mm -hmm. sorry <laughs> oh god there we go that word again to, to oh. be known for prepared oh, prepared um <laughs> I, I don't have to prepare myself that i'm what i heard when you were speaking is your mind wanted to to prepare you yeah. for the grief and you don't yeah. have to because you're going to be fine when it happens in the moment yeah so it's okay to to feel it but you don't have to to stay there yeah and so to to hope and to to even feel lighthearted about it is doesn't make you weak or or unprepared for whatever will happen you know yeah. what I mean that was a bit sorry I... no I do know what you mean and what what's coming to mean right now is um it doesn't mean I'm lying to myself or others no right mm -hmm. yeah. because I remember I, I remember so th this is really an aha moment for me that I've had the last couple of weeks mm -hmm. because I I remember, I think it was Michael, Neil, and his wife were dealing with some pretty heavy health issues that mm -hmm. his wife was having. It may have been a cancer diagnosis. And um, I remember him talking in a in a blog article or you know one of his caffeine for the soul moments about he had a, he had a realization for himself that he didn't always have to be hopeful um, about. Mm -hmm. The diagnosis, mm -hmm. the opposite insight mm -hmm. that I'm mm -hmm. having at mm -hmm. the moment, because he was constantly on the path to hope and kind of pushing mm -hmm. himself to the path of hope and, and maybe lifting his wife up in a way by staying hopeful mm. when he, when he didn't always feel mm -hmm. hopeful. Right. Mm -hmm. And he was kind of scared to go the realist path mm. for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like this could go the wrong way, mm. right? This could, this could be dicey on the journey, yeah. right? Kind of a thing. And I remember when I when I read that thinking, because it was my old experience of, of of life and illness and death, was oh good for him. He's seeing that mm -hmm. that it's not good to lie to yourself and others. This could mm. also go out the wrong way, right? Mm -hmm. And there was something in there for me about not lying to yourself or others, right? Mm -hmm. And what I kind of saw recently was well 
if we anyway can't know how the things are going to go, if we anyway know that in the moment we're going to be able to deal with the situation because we're, we're made for that, well, why couldn't we mm-hmm. choose the path of hope and have a, a better, more joyful mm. uh, experience? And I, I when even just saying that to you, I feel it in my bones right now. It's like, um, it really lifted me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And feeling too kind of mm-hmm. like from that space, I'm more helpful. Yes. Right. I'm more helpful for me. Mm-hmm. I'm more helpful for my husband. Who's also maybe scared and worried. I'm more helpful for a Duke. Make it can mm-hmm. make clear decisions uh, for the family, whatever the mm-hmm. thing, the thing is. And so there's something, there's something in there for me. Yeah. It's a shift. Yeah. Ah, I love that so much. Also the example with Michael, because you know, that's what I really, really like about this understanding is it's, it always reveals this thing for you. Yes. To become more helpful. Yes. You know? Yes. And that's different for everyone always, but to just becoming a an 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 expert in in feeling where it 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 points you towards your new seeing or insight or where this hmm that might be true could be for you yes. that's so cool because the closer you get to to that essence in you, the easier you navigate whatever comes up in your life. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that's so hopeful. That's, that's hopeful for humanity for me. That's yeah. such a big word, but it's really, it's always there for us to see something new yeah. and different and more helpful for whatever is going on yeah yeah and I love that Leah I love that because you know I think sometimes and and that was where our story today started right we kind of get into sort of a rigidity of of mm-hmm. I've already gotten wisdom on this right like I already know about this mm-hmm that's true. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. and to realize, no, like we get wisdom in the moment for the moment. And then we get wisdom for the moment, for the moment again. And we get wisdom for the moment in the moment again. Yes. And to recognize how alive that is, how ever changing that is, mm. how, how, Look, look in this situation, in this story, life showing the contrast of mm-hmm. this way and that way, mm-hmm. the, the realist and, and the optimist or the, or, you know, like here is uh, no hope, here's hope. Um, and, and showing us like all of it in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's so beautiful. That's so beautiful to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not being afraid of 
the human experience. Probably that's again. We also want to to use wisdom <laughs> to not feel the human experience. Yeah. And that's never possible. Never ever. And to 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 let yourself step by step feel more of it and being okay with whatever you experience is so helpful because then it it flows through you and you're not try to get it out of your system or not having it or thinking differently or it's not there it's never there mm -hmm. I love that and our little head can't wrap itself around life or death it's not possible so we have to to do it from another place somehow and we just try so hard to do it from our little mind. Mm. And the clearer we get, the more helpful is little mind as well. That's also very interesting. Yeah. As you said, then you know what to do. Then you know what's needed. Then you do the calls. Then you drive the car. And then it's helpful. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's so hopeful what you shared. And mm. yeah. So that feels good to me, Leah. Do you have mm -hmm. anything else you want to say? Or should we wrap it up for this one? Wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. So thanks for listening in, guys, taking some time for yourself. And um, yeah, we hope to hear or you, that you hear us. And hopefully we hear from you. <laughs> you can write in the comments area of the podcast as well. Let us know what you're seeing for yourself, if you're enjoying the ride, um, what you'd like us to talk about, like whatever you want to share with us. And um, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, share with your friends who might um, need this transformative conversation. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.